Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, Section 5, The Year of Christ, 1558, when Philip was 43. More designs of his for the salvation of his neighbor. Chapter 49. When more people began to attend than the place where the discourses were held could contain, they began to think about finding another place. In the year 58 of this century, therefore, Philip asked the Confraternity of Charity whether he could gather his people for the discourses in the space above the vaults of the right aisle of the church, a place quite large enough, and at that time, not used for anything. Moreover, as he continued to form his auditors by these intense daily discourses about the things of God, he realized that the number of people coming to listen to the sermons was increasing every day. So he decided to appoint some of his followers to help with the work. He chose Francesco Maria Terugi and Giovanni Battista Modio, who were then laymen. Once these two had begun to speak to the crowds, they so inflamed the hearts of the, their hearers towards the love of God, that they proved to the gathering that they were true sons of their great father. Philip later added to their number Antonio Fucci and Cesare Baronio of Sora and others who copied their father's example hand and foot and assisted their brothers wonderfully in the work of God to reap a great harvest of souls. Philip worked out how to encourage the hearts of his audience with an even greater love of God. And those he encouraged, he preserved whole and untainted from every sort of vice, damage, or harm. The oratory was opened in that place every day when the bell was rung. In winter, at the last hour of daylight. In summer, at the last but one. Here, the nobility and the poor came together to pray. And this was the manner of procedure. After half an hour of silent mental prayer, measured by the striking of the clock, on four days of the week, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday, they recited the litanies, during which they commended intentions to God, either publicly or privately. On the remaining days, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, they put a light into a dark lantern, which had a paper image of our Savior on the cross on its front, so that it was the only thing the brothers could see. And then all those present struck themselves with cords for a period of time, while a short account of the Lord's passion was read. The one beginning, Recordemini fratres carissimi. Remember, dearest brethren, the whole of Psalms 50 and 129 and the Antiphon Salve Regina, or the one appropriate to the season, in a dignified but subdued voice.
This custom is retained by our fathers to this day, being full of Christian devotion and producing great spiritual results. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. During this time of forced confinement with COVID, with maybe more restrictions coming, depending on where in the world we live, it's very important that we try to think about how we're using our time. Even if we have no restrictions, even if life is normal where we live, it's very important to think about how we use our time. But in a particular way, when we have extra time, unexpected time, unexpected confinement, if we have to wait on someone, we have to be somewhere for a certain amount of time that we don't, weren't planning on, we don't know what to do. What do we do with our time? St. Paul speaks about redeeming the time, making the most of the time. And St. Philip thought he was going to India, we saw last night. He had planned. He got guys ordained. He got guys prepared to be ordained. He was planning to go to India. And then he was told, as we saw last night, Rome is to be your India. Stay in Rome. Now what's he going to do? Well, as he had gathered more men around him to go to India, now he had increased numbers. But what's he going to do? He's going to devote a larger space to gathering them every day to teach them. But not just to teach them. wasn't just about knowledge. What was it about? The love of God. St. Philip wanted to encourage people to love God. What does it matter if we can move mountains? If we have faith that can move mountains, St. Paul says. If we can do miracles. If we can speak in great wisdom. But if we have not love, we're nothing but a noisy gong and a clanging cymbal. It's charity, divine love, which unites us to God. It's charity that makes us like God. And it's charity, the love of God that St. Philip most was concerned with. If he was concerned with humility, it's because humility is the foundation of the spiritual life. But charity is how we actually are united to God. And how did Philip use his time? To encourage people. What does that mean? To put courage in them. To give them the spirit, a willingness to overcome evil, to stand up against evil, to stand in the face of things that are difficult and not to run away. And what in the end is the greatest thing we can do in this life? The greatest thing is to love God. And how do we learn to love God? Above all, by prayer. 
And that's why St. Philip wanted people to come, lay people, every day, to spend a half an hour in prayer, mental prayer, silent prayer. This is what St. Francis de Sales in the Introduction of Outlife, where we have written down the basic teaching of St. Philip Neri. He wanted lay people who were serious about holiness to make an hour a day of mental prayer. Well, St. Philip Neri would gather people for an hour a day of half an hour mental prayer and then litanies with the singing of the Marian Antiphon. All of this has gotten complicated in modern, more recent times because of the way modern life is set up and also by having evening masses and other kinds of things. But mainly oratorians have to do this half an hour of prayer in a separate place. But let us ask the Lord tonight to give us the grace to pray more, to make time for the Lord, to set apart time just to be with him so that we can do what? So that we can grow in the love of God. That's the fundamental disposition of prayer, to want to love God more, to desire to love him more. If you don't know what to say in prayer, whisper to him, Lord, I long to love you, but I don't know how. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.